It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Hey, good morning, everybody. Chris Cotton with the Weekly Blitz. Today, I wanted to talk about the continuing role of the auto repair shop owner. Now, I'm not talking about like the day-to-day role when we're in the fight in the beginning trying to fix things and um, you're just starting with a coaching company or something like that. In the beginning, we're going to be working on getting you not working in the business and working on the business. So what I'm talking about is the step, kind of like the, the final step or, you know, what's it look like two years after you start coaching uh, in some cases earlier, in some cases later, right? There's a point where you've kind of worked yourself out of a job and the staff is taking care of most of the things and, the people around you are handling the day-to-day, right? So they they are the ones in the mix. If we've set it up successfully, if we've done what we needed to do, and if that's your goal, then that's where we're at. And so I get a lot of people at that point, they're like, Chris, I don't know what to do. I feel bad going to the gym. I feel bad coming in late. I don't know what to do. Help me out. What do you do? Well, first of all, it's your business and you can come and go as you please. And if you have employees there, that are making you feel bad for being an owner and putting your name on the shop and and hanging up your shingle, then we need to have a talk with those employees and see, hey, this is not right the way you feel this way because I am the owner. I'm taking all the risk. Everybody else gets paid before I do, et cetera, et cetera. So you've worked yourself out of a job and now you're, you're trying to figure out what to do. So in the end, as you've worked yourself out of a job, you're responsible for three things. There's there's only three things left to do, but these three things are pretty big. They're super important, right? So if you, if you fail in these three things, then the wheels can come off of the whole thing. So number one is make sure the car count is sufficient for success. In some cases, that's making sure you have enough cars. In some cases, that's making sure you don't have too many cars right? I know we're going to say yes to everybody and we're going to bring everybody in, but really sometimes car count can hold us up quite a bit. And so if we spend too much on marketing or if we push too much, then then we're over-marketed. And so we have to find that sweet spot in the middle where we're always busy, but we're not pissing people off, right? Or the opposite of that is the technicians are always cleaning up an hour or two early every day and asking to go home because we didn't fill the day. So number one on that list is make sure the car count is sufficient for success. Okay. Number two, make sure your internal and external customers are happy. Your external customers are your clients that walk through the door, all of your retail customers, your internal customers. And I'm talking about you personally, your internal customers are every employee that walks through the shop. So 95% of the time, if you're taking care of all of your internal customers slash employees, they will make your external customers or your walk-in customers so happy that you'll never have any issues, right? But you have to watch out for and not be derailed by your employees' home issues, right? Because typically, most of what is wrong 
quote unquote wrong with our employees have issues with is something that's happening at home and it bleeds into work. So you got to go around, talk to each, each one of them and say, Hey, how are things today? How are you doing? How are things at home? When I got to this point running my shop, I came in on Mondays to make sure everything was set up correctly, make sure the guys had what they needed and to help on Mondays, make sure everything that was came in after hours over the weekend got built out. And then I didn't come back in until Friday, Friday lunch. I come in, cook lunch for the guys on Friday, and that was it. But I also took time on either Monday or Friday to stop each employee individually and say, hey, how are things at home? How are you doing? Here's some things that are doing great, or here's some things that you're doing great. And here's some things that I wish you would work on a little bit. That's a whole nother different weekly blitz. Make sure your people are happy. Get ahead of the problems before they become huge problems. And then and then before you have to start hiring people and moving people around or firing people and things like that. Make those people happy. They'll make your other customers happy and it'll be good. And finally, number three on the list is be fiscally responsible. You should never put your business in a situation to where your employees are worried about their checks or they're worried about coming in and finding the doors locked with a big sign on it that says out of business. Make sure your business has a great foundation for success. Fiscally responsible. Pay your sales tax on time. That sales tax doesn't belong to you, so don't keep it. It's not for you to buy boats and skis and snowmobiles and whatever else with. It's for the state. Also, use your cash flow accounts to move the money through your business. This is a tool and this is a it's a diagnostic tool, almost like a scanner for your business. You know, you want to know what the pulse of your business is, see if you're running, see if you got any codes, check your accounts. If there's an account that's low or doesn't look like it should be, then then we got to diagnose why that account is that way. Okay. So to recap all that, make sure your car count is sufficient for success, either plus or minus. Make sure your internal and external customers are happy. And finally, number three, be fiscally responsible. Okay. Everybody have a great day. This is Chris on the Weekly Blitz.